Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This podcast episode is brought to you by Coors Light. These days, everything is go, go, go. It's nonstop hustle all the time. Work, friends, family expect you to be on 24-7. Well, sometimes you just need to reach for a Coors Light because it's made to chill. Coors Light is cold lagered, cold filtered, and cold packaged. It's as crisp and refreshing as the Colorado Rockies. It is literally made to chill. Coors Light is the one I choose when I need to unwind. So when you want to hit reset, Reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in the new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. You want cash. You want to get stuff done. So what do you do? You buy 5-Hour Energy, of course. You upload the receipt to 5hewin.com, then find out if you've instantly won 10, 100, or even $1,000. Then you drink that 5-Hour Energy and cut through your to-do list like a hot knife through butter. 5-Hour Energy, the official sponsor of getting stuff done. No purchase necessary. Must be 18 and a legal resident of the U.S. Ends June 30th, 2021. For rules, visit 5hewin.com slash rules. Void where prohibited. Message and data rates may apply. On Tuesday, November 27th, join the Madhouse Chicago Hockey Podcast, James Naveau, and me, Jay Zawoski, at Rabid Brewing in Homewood for our Puck Cancer fundraiser and watch party as the Blackhawks take on the Vegas Golden Knights. Tickets are $10, and all proceeds go to the family of Meredith Garcia. Meredith lost her battle with cancer in May, and her family needs our help. Every ticket is an entry into our grand prize raffle, which includes Blackhawks tickets and a signed jersey. Go to madhousepod.com slash events to purchase tickets. That's madhousepod.com slash events. We'll see you at Rabbit Brewing in Homewood on November 27th. The Madhouse Chicago Hockey Podcast is brought to you by Triple Threat Sports. For all your team outfitting needs, call Chris at 708-478-6090. Marishka's in Crest Hill. Family owned and operated since 1933. Chuck's Southern Comforts Cafe. With locations in Burbank and Darien. Visit chuckscafe.com. And by... Rabbit Brewing. The time has come for you to drink mythological level craft ales. Visit the Southland legend, Rabbit Brewing in Homewood, Illinois. Here are your hosts, NBC Chicago's James Naveau and 670 The Scores hockey guy, Jay Zawoski. Let's drop the puck. Welcome into the Madhouse Chicago Hockey Podcast postgame show. This is Jay Zawoski with you on this Thanksgiving Eve a lovely fall night in Chicago. Well, the Hawks drop a tough one to the Washington Capitals, 4-2. Uh, 
uh, got out to a quick 2-0 deficit, did well to sort of battle back, get themselves back in the game. Uh, and boy, at the end there, it looked like they had a tying opportunity coming. Patrick Kane dishes a saucer pass to Artem Anisimov, who would have been gone on a breakaway. Instead, Michael Kempney bats that pass out of the air. Puck goes the other way, and the cap score making it 4-2, and that was the difference in the game. And uh, I think after the slow start, uh, the bad start, quite frankly, by the Blackhawks, um, this game probably felt a little worse than it actually was. The Hawks had a big edge in play and possession. Uh, it felt like they had the puck more often than not, uh, especially at even strength. And uh, I think a lot of the good looks the Hawks got were either blocked or uh, didn't get through or were shot wide. I, I will say one issue that they've had lately is getting people in front of the net. You'll see Blackhawks with wide open shots on goal, but we saw it a couple times tonight. Brent Seabrook had a shot where he just was shooting one-on-one with Braden Holtby, and I don't care how great your slap shot is, chances are if a goalie's got a clean look at your shot, he's going to save it. They've got to do a better job at getting people in front. Um, but I think overall, the play was decent enough for the Hawks to win this game. They just fell short. Now, there were a couple things I wanted to address. The first period, uh, Nick Schmaltz gets caught uh, sort of cheating a little bit, trying to do a little too much defensively. Let's go with the trailer. The Caps get the puck and score and the Hawks are immediately down. It's just these sort of things I've talked about with Nick Schmaltz before is like the hockey intelligence factor, the awareness of the situation factor with him. He's still a young player. I'm not giving up on him by any means, but this is sort of what we've seen from Nick Schmaltz so far, especially this year. There have been some lapses in judgment of what's the play to make, uh, making, making the wrong play, making the wrong choice, whether to pass or shoot. There was an opportunity later in the game today for Nick Schmaltz to take a shot, and he did it, and I thought that was good. That's a good sign. It was He definitely had the opportunity to pass, but he did the right thing, took the shot, didn't go in, but created a good scoring chance and didn't pass up on it by trying to make a low percentage pass. Um, you know, it's just this is kind of how this is going to look this year. There's going to be games where – they're competitive, and they just don't have the firepower to keep up with some of the better teams in the leagues. And I know the Caps have had a slow start, but they've won four of the last five here. I believe that's right, four of the last five. And they are the Stanley Cup champions. And when you look at the rosters, the Caps have a better roster. And Chris Cook, who used to work for the Tribune and cover the Blackhawks, now covers the Capitals uh, in D.C. for the Athletic, said it himself on Twitter. It's like the Blackhawks are doing a good job of staying in this game. They just don't have the horses to compete with the Capitals. And, yeah, you know, you should say Jonathan Taves, Patrick Kane, uh, Brandon Saad, those guys should be enough to get some offense generated. Um, Saad scored a great goal. He's been really, really good lately, by the way. When we do our next full-length podcast, we're going to spend some time on Brandon Saad because he looks like the guy they thought they were getting when they traded for him. All of a sudden, he sort of figured things out. Um, you know, Jonathan Taves, I think, had a strong game. He had a look in his eye from the moment the game started. He looked kind of annoyed kind of peeved you saw him sort of chirping at the referees now and again you saw him uh, mixing things up you know behind the plays or, or up in front of the net uh, Jonathan Taves seemed to have a little bit of a red ass tonight and I don't mind that from the captain that's a guy who doesn't like to lose and and whatever your feelings are about Jonathan Taves the last few years he's been better this year he's always been a guy that's given everything he's got uh, and I, I think you'd see him getting frustrated with the way things are going with the Blackhawks this year they just don't have the talent and this was sort of the concern entering this year of okay like how much how far can the stars of this team carry them 
right? And you've got good starts from Kane, from Taves. Um, like I said, Brandon Saad coming back, but they can't do it every night. And there's no secondary scoring. Alex Dabrinkit and Nick Schmaltz and Artem Anisimov have dried up offensively. What I think, uh, what does Dabrinkit have two points in the last 11 games? Nick Schmaltz has one goal in 10 games. Like th- These are guys, this is your second line. These are guys you are counting on to at least get, you know, account for a goal most nights, right? You need your second line to be on the ice making things happen. And if it's not Taves, Kane, or Saad, it seems like no one is scoring for the Blackhawks. And that's that's not sustainable. I don't care if it's Sidney Crosby and Alex Ovechkin and, and Mario Lemieux out there. If it's a one-line team, you're not going to win. And right now, that's what the Blackhawks are. You look at, you know, John Hayden. And Andreas Martinson, both guys made some nice plays tonight, but those are guys, those are roster depth guys. They're probably better suited for Rockford at this point in their career. And this is the difference between a Stanley Cup contender and an also-ran and a maybe at best wildcard team. They just don't have the depth to keep up with the best teams in the league, and they can't rely on their top players to score every goal every night. That is not a winning formula. They've got to find a way to get these other guys you know, creating and generating scoring. Now, the question is, do you break up that line of Taves, Kane, and Saad when it's playing so well and you've got these guys playing very well, especially Saad is sort of reignited here and Taves has, what, six points in his last five games? That's that's really good. That's what you want from him. But again, if you break it up, are you just, I don't know. It, it, it's tough. It's tough. And, and I've said for a while here, Maybe it's time to look to Rockford to bring some of these young players up, some of these guys with some scoring upside, just to get a different look. Dylan Secura, call him up. Let's see what he can do. Let's see if he can put the puck in the net. You know, Victor Edsel is a guy who has some size, who showed some, uh, you know, some hands and some success last year in his time with the Hawks. He looked fine in the preseason. Not great, but not terrible. It's time for some new blood here. And maybe it's time for a trade. Maybe it's time for something else. But... Uh, as constructed, this is what it's going to look like. You know, you got a goal from Eric Gustafson tonight, a really nice goal set up by a nice play from Artem Anisimov who sort of kicked the puck forward, and Gustafson made a nice backhand uh, goal past Brayton Holpe. But you need to have players you can rely on for those secondary goals. And when we talked about this season going forward, we talked about the important things that would have to happen for the Hawks to succeed Nick Schmaltz and Alex Dabrinkit were at the top of that list. And while I don't want to bag on guys who are 21 and 20 respectively, you count on them to score. And if they don't, this is not a good team. This is not a winning team. Now, when you look at the start of the season, when Alex Dabrinkit started, you know, with his pants on fire, just playing great, scoring every night, being probably the best Blackhawk on the ice, they were winning. They were having success. They were scoring five, six, seven goals a night. But when he's disappeared for the last 10 games, 11 games, it's not a surprise that the record's been what it's been. So I don't want to be too overly negative in this game. I think, really, they they did play pretty well. It's a shame it took them to being down 2 nothing to sort of wake up and, and start the engines tonight. But Corey Crawford played well. Brandon Saad played well. I think, overall, it was a pretty solid game for the team. I, I do think Gustav Forsling, by the way, has really been terrific. Uh, again, not really putting the puck in the net or anything like that, but his defensive play has been solid. Eddie Olchek documented a, a smart little play he made in the third period, sort of 
not really setting a pick because he didn't make any contact, but just sort of cutting off a defender so Patrick can get a little more space to make a move. That's a heady play. That's a savvy play. And when I talk about that hockey IQ stuff that I haven't seen from Nick Schmaltz, I've seen it a lot from Gustav Worsling in his short stint this season with the Blackhawks. So, um, you know, it's another game, another loss. And, you know, I hate to feel like I'm being overly negative, but this is kind of how it's going to be until they're able to find some sort of secondary scoring. Hopefully it's on the roster and it just needs to wake up. It's just a couple guys slumping together at the wrong time. Uh, And if Dabrinkit can get back to the level he was at, even if it's just him, even if it's just Alex Dabrinkit getting back to that level of scoring where it's, you know, seven points in 10 games or whatever, something along those lines, as long as they get some consistent secondary scoring, they'll be better. They'll be better off. They'll have a better chance of making the playoffs. They'll have a better chance of competing every night. But now we're looking at 11 games kind of a, of a slumping Alex Dabrinkit here. And to me, that's a concern. They've got to find a way to get him going. They've got to find a way to get his game ignited again because he's hugely important. Even at 20 years old, he's hugely important to this team's overall success. Anyway, before we wrap it up, uh, again, Hawks lose 4-2 to the capitals got to tell you guys we are less than a week away from our puck cancer fundraiser at rabbit brewing in homewood make sure you join us tickets are ten dollars go to madhousepod.com slash events for information and for the link to buy tickets the ten dollar ticket enters you into our grand prize raffle which is four hawks tickets to the game against nashville in the club level and a signed stamakita jersey courtesy of triple threat sports we've got tons of other great prizes including a tour of the cubs broadcast booth and tickets to a cubs game that's courtesy of len casper we've got wolves tickets we have hawks tickets to the canadians game courtesy of my buddy brian wazalewski who i went to high school with uh white Sox scout seat tickets and autographed bulls basketball uh, there's tons of great stuff to win so many great prizes so join us at rabbit brewing ticket sales have really picked up which is what i expected um, here over the last three or four days, we've seen, you know, probably a 200, 300% increase in daily sales. So if you've been waiting, do it now. The space is limited. Rabbit is not a huge place and there's only 200 tickets total available. So make sure uh, we are well into that second half of, uh, you know, we're, we're well over a hundred. So if you want to get in, do it now, do it quick. Madhousepod.com slash events. We will see you Tuesday, the 27th at Rabbit Brewing. Uh, Just come watch the Hawks with us, and hopefully you'll have uh, some great prizes to win. But that's going to do it. Thank you to Rabbit Brewing for sponsoring the podcast and and the event. The time has come for you to drink mythological level craft ales. Visit the Southland legend Rabbit Brewing in Homewood, Illinois. We're also brought to you by Triple Threat Sports. For all your team outfitting needs, call Chris at 708-478-6090. Chuck Southern Coverage Cafe. With locations in Burbank and Darien, visit chuckscafe.com. And I want to send a special thanks to Marishka's. Went out to Marishka's last night to see Joe. Joe had a liquor basket made up for our uh, puck cancer uh, charity uh, function uh, loaded with top shelf. I saw Tito's. I saw Evan Williams. I saw uh, tons of great liquors. I think there's probably eight or nine bottles of top shelf liquor in that basket. You can get that with a $1 raffle ticket if you want to. So come on out, madhousepod.com slash events. We'll see you the 27th at Rabbit Brewing. But until next time, thanks for listening to the Madhouse Chicago Hockey Podcast postgame show. I'm Jay Zawoski. Have a great Thanksgiving. James and I are so thankful and grateful for your support, and we'll talk to you very, very soon. Thanks. Have a great night.
This is Brad Milkey of ABC News Start Here podcast with your sports update. Down one star, the Golden State Warriors keep winning thanks to the rejuvenation of another. We'll explain coming up. Progressive presents The Sounds of the Old World. The year is 2019 and someone is waiting for the previews to start in a movie theater. Hey, you want anything? Popcorn? Soda? No, nothing. This has been The Sounds of the Old World. Brought to you by Progressive, where drivers can still switch and save like it's 2019. Quote today at Progressive.com. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Warrior star Clay Thompson is out for the 2021 season with a torn Achilles tendon, but in his absence, two-time MVP Steph Curry has stepped up in a big way. Curry sits near the top of the league in points scored and three-pointers made and set a new personal best with 62 points in a single game. This ABC Sports update was brought to you by Progressive, making it easy to bundle your home and car insurance. Today on News 4 at 4. It's one of the most anticipated lists of the year. Consumer Reports' top new vehicle picks. Susan Hogan is working for you, showing you the safest, most reliable cars for your money. Today at 4 p.m. on NBC4. Many kids in our area are back to in-person learning, and we are helping you keep them safe in the classroom. We're working for you. Small steps you can take at home to protect them at school and expert advice to ease anxiety for you and the kids. This week on News 4 Today on NBC4.